A War for Worshippers David W. Palmer 2 Corinthians 4 4 EMTV Among whom the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, so that the illumination of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should not shine on them. In this passage, the Holy Spirit calls Satan the God of this age. This is because after the rebellion of Lucifer, and after the creation of Adam, he successfully tempted Adam and Eve into subservience to him, and thus he received their worship. At the fall of Adam, the satanic nature entered man and has controlled unborn again people ever since. Because of, and via, this individual control, the wicked one has been able to control the whole world system. 1 John 5 19 GWT, we know that we are from God, and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. By becoming the illegitimate spiritual father of unborn again people, Satan has been able to birth his dreams, goals, and plans into the earth, thus his kingdom dominates the world system. However, through God's covenants with various people, and through the advent of the Lord Jesus Christ, God has been able to challenge Satan's control and to bring in the kingdom of God. This is why God ardently seeks worshipers who will worship Him in spirit and in truth, as this is the way He can bring His kingdom to dominance, dispelling Satan's rule. Thus there is a war for worshipers. We see this clearly in Satan's cleverly designed inducement for Jesus's worship. Luke 4 5-8 NKJV, Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. 6 And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. 7 Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. 8 And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. The devil was successful in his strategy to win Adam's worship. Adam was God's created son, Luke 3 38, but he succumbed and imitated the serpent's vision for him, thus becoming Satan's son. The devil tried the same ploy on Jesus. However, Jesus resisted the temptation and fought him off by standing on God's word. We see in this passage that one of Satan's direct temptations involved receiving Jesus's worship in exchange for authority and glory. Jesus resisted, reserving his worship for God alone, the true and legitimate spiritual father. In the process, he revealed that worship and serving go hand in hand. Since the one worshipped is the one served, and since the earth is man's domain, Psalm 115:16, both spiritual fathers want worshippers so their kingdom can rule. We know that God is infinitely more powerful than Satan. Yet this war is a reality where we are concerned. This is because the dominance of either kingdom is not dependent on a direct head-to-head combat between Satan and God, it is focused on us. It depends entirely on which spiritual father men serve, and this depends on the one they choose to worship. Thus, ultimately, the war is over our worship. We see this early in the Gospels where Satan tried to tempt Jesus to worship him. We also see it in the book of Revelation where worshippers of the beast refuse to worship God. Revelation 16:9 Lib and men were burned with great heat. And they blasphemed the name of God, the one having authority over these plagues, and they did not repent to give him glory. Revelation 13 4 Live, and they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, who is able to make war with it? Always remember that our war today is about our worship, will we worship God or Satan? After all, the one we worship is the one we will serve. Our decision in this, decides whose kingdom will have dominance in our lives, and therefore through us into the world around us.
To summarize this battle, God seeks worshipers, they will be the ones that serve Him as Jesus did. Satan is still trying to take God's worship and kingdom for himself. Satan tempts us to worship him so he can rule through us. We are in very serious danger apart from the grace of God. Remember Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue, he wanted people to worship him when they heard the music. Who do you worship when you hear music? Whose music are you listening to, God's or the world's? We must understand that this is one of the main areas of Satan's attack today. We have a responsibility to use God's word to fight and protect each other and ourselves. What must you do? Always remember that Satan is coming after your worship and service. He will tempt you with wrong authority and fake glory in exchange for it. Also remember that the enemy's temptation is any feeling, thought, or distraction that gets in the way of your worship of God, or it is anything that tries to stop you being part of private or corporate worship, whether personally, with others, or online. This could be as simple as, I don't feel like singing, kneeling, praying, serving, etc. right now, I'll do it later. Philippians 3 3 NKJV, Worship God in the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Today, I encourage you to set your heart on the worship of God alone, and to serving only Him. Resist all other temptations with God's Word just as Jesus did. Our war to resist the worship of the beast is in full swing now, in Jesus, we can overcome. James 4 7 NKJV, Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Revelation 22 9 NKJV, Worship God.